episode of Rude Cast Archery with your host, Rudy. Yeah, boy. What up? That was pretty impressive, huh? That was. That was. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, we, we honor a man that wears furniture around his neck. <laughs> oh, my God. So how you been? Oh man, it's been uh, it's been long. I'm it's tired, you know, working, shooting, traveling, and all that fun stuff. So good to finally get a couple of days off. So yeah, do you have the the week the whole week like three days, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something? Uh, I actually got off uh, work Wednesday night, and I'm off till I'm traveling to Idaho to pick up my girls and uh, from from my grand uh, from grandpa and grandma, and uh, then bring them back home. So I'll be back home Sunday night. Awesome, man. So um, has have you uh, has everything sunk in yet? Or are you still kind of um, on that uh, that high from last weekend? It's uh, I mean every once in a while when someone mentions national champion or something like that, it kind of kicks in. But uh, it's still weird to to think you know um, to to think that think of yourself as a national champion. You know, it's I'm a pretty you know, low key guy, uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff. So it feels surreal, I guess you could say, um, when people do, do say what's up champ or something like that, you know? So yeah, usually when people mention your name, like the first thing that comes to my mind is like, nice guy, humble, you know, <laughs> not, you, not, not anything negative whatsoever. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it feels weird, man. It's, uh, it was, I mean, the whole weekend, was a great weekend and then now uh now i'm doing podcasts with you know the great rudy and uh, and, uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well you know if i have predictions here and i and i think like you know this is only the beginning um you know i i i've seen how hard you work you know and you know we know we how many years have we shot on the same target in reading it's been, it's, it's been years well, yeah and it's like, I can just see in your face, like, you're just, oh, you're just ready to, you, you want it. So I can tell you want it so bad. It's, it's, it's something, I mean, that first win's always huge, but I mean, yeah. now, now that's under the belt. So now it's, I mean, this whole year, it's been a, a stellar year. I mean, for, yeah. for me, so I can't, I don't know. I, I look forward to what the future has and, you know, whatever the plan is, you know, it's, it's greater than me. So, so where did, where did you end up? um in rankings in total uh i think they haven't put out the official rankings yet i think i'm going to be in the sixth range i think uh and unfortunately for me to make the top four in the traveling team i needed steve and tate and um you know i needed them to have bad days and uh you know they had good days and you know couldn't be happier for them but you know right right it just didn't it didn't work out in my favor but i mean still it's still a solid year between that and and not even just usats i mean every shoot that i went to this year was a solid solid shoot so yeah so you're gonna be um for the so for the to make the the team Mm -hmm. uh you have to make the top four correct so top four are the traveling team, okay. top eight, top eight, make the team. So either way I make the team, it's just, I won't be the top four. Like, so the top four will go all world cups, 
unless they have unless something happens where they're sick or they can't go for whatever reason, then they'll move down the rankings to the next person. Okay. So. Well, still, man. Like I think you know, you know, six is not a bad spot to be. You earn the jersey. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean. Wearing the name on the jersey, I mean, I shoot you sets for a reason. And it's not, I mean, yes, is it awesome um, to shoot all the other in FAA and do all those stuff? Yeah. But, you know, with my military service, my current law enforcement service, everything that I've done in my career, my family's career, everything like that, wearing my name on top of the, the USA, you know, even with all the turmoil the, the world has right now, um, it means more to me than anything. I mean, money doesn't mean anything. It, that that has a different meaning um, than anything. So, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm glad you kind of brought that up because you know, um, you know, I was gonna ask more about that because I know you you were in the service and then um, you currently work um, for the sheriff's department, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I mean. Yeah, served served in the in the Navy uh, from 02 to 06. Uh, you know, I got a high school at 17. You know, half my half my high school class, I think, or you know, majority of them went to the military service because we were a small town, you know, Darrington. So uh, did that, and then you know, since I got out, you know, did trades for a little bit, and then got into law enforcement, and uh, and been doing that for uh, nine over nine years right now. So yeah, and you and you worked as a game warden for a little while too, right? Yeah, yeah, I was game warm for four and a half, five years, uh, made sergeant there, and then decided that, you know, I just needed, their, you know, being led down, down a different path, and uh, now I'm with the Skagit County Sheriff's Office up here in Washington State, so. Nice. Yeah. So you met, you mentioned that you're from uh, Darrington, so that's a pretty, like, in, uh, important town for archery, right? Definitely, I mean, probably... I would, I'm biased because it's my own town, but I, I bet you if you polled a uh, majority of the archery community, it's probably one of the best uh, outdoor ranges in all of the, all of the nation, if not the world. Um, with the 528 target courses, uh, uphills, downhills, it's just, it's it's a stout course. So, Yeah, I, I feel kind of ashamed that I haven't uh, gone to Darrington yet, and I know I definitely should, so. It's definitely yeah, going to be on my list of stuff to do. You're slacking, man. You got to get on it. I know. Well, you know that. <laughs> you know it's that four little word. Um, you know, work. But um, oh, uh, come on, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like I'm kind of the I'm kind of the the workaholic, so I do it to myself. I you know I you know and then working in archery in an archery shop. It's like yeah, you you know. Your your passion is is definitely my passion is definitely shooting and doing archery, but I'm equally as passionate about uh, getting people set up with equipment and seeing like their you know that their first experience and just seeing you know, like how exciting how exciting it is for them you know so there's nothing better man yeah. I, I mean I can I can sit here and give you crap all day long but I mean really what it comes down to is you're doing something you love and if it's you know a kid a, you know a person a, a mom a dad or whatever you know there's nothing there's nothing you know i stop in at our archery shop up here riverside archery every once in a while and help out or you know i'll be shooting and you know the kids come in or the, you know the parents or whatever it is and to see those people and the smile on their face when they shoot that first arrow or you know or they hit that first x you know whatever even if it's the three yards ten yards whatever it is i mean there's no better feeling than watching someone 
you know, that first time, that big old smile. That oh face, yeah. So. I, had a, I had a kid that come in the other day and his dad bought him his first compound and you know, he was like seven years old. He was a pretty big for a seven year old. Like, so he could pretty strong kid. And, you know, we got him all set up and shooting. And then the dad came in a few days later going, well, seeing my son shooting and seeing how happy he's doing that, I figured I'd get my bow out. And then he's like, I did something dumb. <laughs> And I forgot to put an arrow in it. And I'm like, but uh, but yeah, it's really cool to see the kids get really excited. He said he, you know, he won't stop putting the bow down. But um, so I mean, enough about like what's going on with me. Everyone wants to know about the champ here. So, um, <laughs> but uh, so you know, Alan, Alan, um, I don't, I, I don't know if you know or not, but Alan's going to be helping me out with the podcast uh, whenever he possibly. Oh can. lord, oh lord, that's trouble. It is. Um, he's got he's got the better voice for it than I do, but I mean. he he uh, he couldn't be here. He couldn't do it today. He had some family stuff, but like he really wanted uh, me to ask um, was you know like how do you juggle work, um, practice, your family, and tournaments? Because you know being in law enforcement, you have a tremendous amount of responsibility and. You know, I'm going to say, like, the job that you do is probably twice as hard as what a lot of us have to do every day. And then, you know, to then also shoot at an elite level is another, you know, another whole nother amount of stress <laughs> added to your yeah. life. Yeah, it is. It's hard. I mean, it's, if, I was, if I said it was easy, it, you know, I'd be lying. Um, you got... I mean, especially when you're shooting against all these guys who shoot full time, you know, there's, there's only a handful of us that shoot and work full time, um, or, or, or that compete at that high of a level and, shoot and work full time, you know, um, for me, uh, it's, it's, it is, it's juggling act. I mean, I think the week before I left for nationals and us open in Virginia, I, I think I was able to shoot maybe three times. Um, and the week prior, you know, and that included in the, one of those times was like 12 hours the morning before I flew out or not 12, 12 hours, 12 arrows, mm -hmm. uh, before I flew out. Um, you know, I got, you know, Emery's 13, Macy's nine. It's, uh, you know, I got my dog, Jax. He's a terrorist. Um, I mean, in a good way, he's, he's a good dog, but, uh, I just, and then with work this last week and this last month, even it's been, it's been rough. I mean. Uh, working, we're we're on mandated 12s right now because of manpower shortage. Uh, Washington is going through, you know, a lot of stuff with new laws. It's making making yeah. work hard. Um, that's I mean, a, all that's in a the tough way. state to be in law enforcement agent right now. It, it it definitely definitely is, and and there's a lot of people leaving uh, retirements, you know, because of these new things. So it's it's making those those of us who are still in it. At least for for who I mean I don't know what the future holds I mean I could tomorrow I can decide that but I I love my job I love what I do I love helping people I love you know I hate I hate to say it but I, I love being there when people are at the worst because I feel like I can make an impact on them um, and you know I mean this last you know a couple weeks ago or probably a week and a half two weeks ago now I mean I had to hike up into a mountain and do a recovery on a, on a missing hiker, but missing for two years, you know, the, uh, uh, search crew had found her camp and I had to go up there and document the scene and, uh, take pictures, you know, it was like 3000 feet elevation, getting up, 4,000 feet out. 
And then we had to pack her out. And I, unfortunately, I, I had the chore of, you know, loading her up in my back, uh, in my pack and, and carrying her out and, and turning her over to the corner and, and then going to meet with family, you know. So that, 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 and so then I come home after hiking all day. It's like, well, can, do I practice? And it was like, there's no way I can practice after a day like that. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just too much. And, and so that's practicing three days or you know, maybe three times the week prior. And then going there and shooting the way I did, um, I, I don't know how I did it, uh, but that's how most of my career is. I mean, most of it's sitting at home, shooting in the driveway, or you know, uh, just pounding away as the girls are inside doing whatever, and then going to work and and working. So it's 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 a rough juggle, but it's something that's worked for me. I mean, that's how it worked before Reading this year too. I mean, before Reading, I was busy with work and kids and everything else that. I think I, I was able to go out and check my 100-yard mark, go out and check 80-yard mark, and, and Reading was an epic year for Reading, too. So Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that first day um, watching you shoot it clean was pretty cool, man. It's, yeah. So, I mean, that's, this whole year, I mean, it's, it's been a uh, – I mean, it's been a challenging year in a, in a bunch of different ways. and uh, But, you know, to, to get to that, you know, that final arrow um, and use it at Nationals and to be – you know, I knew I was close to the top. I knew that as long as I didn't screw it up, um, and make, you know, you, we all get in our own heads. But as long as I didn't screw it up, I knew I was going to make a podium. Um, and then for Jimmy to come over after he shot his last arrow, I was like, "Hey, man, congrats!" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, uh, "You're you you won." And I was like, "What do you no no I didn't. You're you're joking with me, man." And uh, he's like, "No, we tied, but you you shot more X's, man. So you you've got the title." And I'm like whatever and uh i just you know kind of broke down a little bit i mean it means a lot to your i've been doing this as a pro for 12 years or something like that i think it's somewhere around 12 years and uh to get that first win um you know it felt it was definitely emotional so yeah no i mean it it's uh i mean when it's you know from from the outside looking in you know you can it's uh it's really uh, amazing to watch, you know, and because I mean it's important to all of us, you know. Um, I don't go to the USATs, um, but you know, I have you know my goals and things I want to shoot, and you know, and I know how important it is to you, and um, it's uh, it's I'm really excited that that you that you did well. Like you're one of the guys I'm always rooting for, so <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. It's it's crazy where you know you as a as a pro shooter as as you watch these people who shoot full-time i mean you're you're in awe that you you know i would love to do that full-time you know i'd love to travel the world shooting all the time yeah but i mean but but when you work full-time like us it's it and and then you go out and do these you know watching alan tear it up i think it was socal uh, you know it, it just it's you see these working people that work their butts off, you know, they got a family at home um, and, and they don't get to shoot every day. They're lucky if they get to shoot, you know, once or twice, you know, every couple of days. Yeah. Or, or they're carving out that five minutes, you know, of 10 arrows or whatever it is. It, it feels, you don't have to be feel, nice about Alan. Though. It's, you don't, you don't have to do that. I, I don't, but you know, <laughs> but it, but I tell you yeah, what, watching, you know. but watch, but watching him tear it up. I mean, it, I mean, watching, I, you know, I know we're, I'm, I'm here, you know, we're talking because I won a national championship, but, the, you know, between watching, you got him, you got you, Brandon, my longtime partner, you know, you, there's, you know, way, there's all kinds of these people that work their butts off every day 
and go and do these shoots and then they go to shoot and they tear it up and, and they beat these guys who are shooting full time nothing against those guys shooting full time but i mean to me it means more when you're working full time and you go out and you, and you and you're able to accomplish a, a huge goal a good a milestone and it, it makes all of us working class you know working people feel that it can be done yeah know? and i wonder you know it's interesting because like um i like I, I watched Wendell when when Wendell first started uh, coming yeah. out and shooting. Like, like you couldn't take the bow out of his hands, and you know, and and before he started like really shooting those elite scores, mm-hmm. you know, and and then he'd be traveling or we'd go somewhere, and like he at the beginning of the shoot, he oh let's go shoot right away, boom, grab the mm-hmm. bow. Like he wasn't oh I need to go to the range. Well, I mean he might have been thinking it, but it what I saw was a guy just wanted to shoot his bow. Yeah, he'd be pounding it out the practice range like before the shoot, and yeah. then afterwards he'd be like, "Hey, you guys want to shoot a little bit more?" And we're like, "Sure!" <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like everyone else is ready to go stand around the pickup and have a drink or something. But then he's like, yeah. oh, "Let's go shoot some. Let's go shoot some more." Like then we get back to the house or we rent a house and we got a target. He's like, "You guys want to shoot a little bit in the backyard?" Yeah, want to shoot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's like you know, I, I think there's a, you know. It, it's cool to watch that. Um, do you do you um, do you have to give yourself a bit of a schedule? Do you, or do you give yourself? Do you have uh, some kind of a plan? Uh, I mean, or is it really a practice or? Yeah, like do you, do you do you give yourself a schedule saying, well, look, you know, I got work from this, you know, you know, I got to work Monday through, you know, whatever, and then, you know, I'm working, you know, three twelves or four twelves. So, you know, I need to give myself this amount of time to practice on this day, or, or is it just, you know, tournament-based? Like, I, I know I, I have this event coming up, so I'm going to practice for that. Or Yeah, I mean, this year, I mean, has been mostly, I didn't, obviously, I didn't shoot much indoors and uh, didn't go to Vegas. Uh, so, for me, it was mostly USAT. I was, you know, prepping for USATs. And, uh, and so, for me, I look at it as, okay, um, I need my bow. I know my bow is good. You know, I set it up the beginning of the year. I've shot, you know, shot Arizona, you know, and, and all those. So I had an idea my bow is shooting good. Tinkering with it is fine. And so what I'll do is the week, you know, the couple weeks before I try and get out there and shoot, you know, I, I set a goal, you know, two, at least, at least three times if I can. Um, if I can shoot more, if I can fit more, cool. But with my work schedule, it's usually four on, three or, you know, four on. And then the next week it's three on and four off or three off, whatever it is. And then, uh, so, but, and I'm on day shift right now. So I work five in the morning. So I'm getting up at three 30 in the morning and I'm not done till five in the afternoon. And then if I got, you know, I got, you know, my days off, I have the kids or the kids to really watch them and, and pay attention. They're old enough. They can kind of take care of themselves, but I'll go out, I'll pop out there for an hour or so practice if I can, you know, or if the wind, you know, sun, wind, whatever it is, rain, I don't care. I, 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 I have to shoot some arrows. I don't care what the weather's doing. Yeah. Um, if it's windier and windy, cool. We use hats. We shoot wind. So it doesn't matter. Uh, if it's raining, cool. You know, it, 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 sometimes I have to force myself to go out there and do it. I mean, I'm also trying to be better about working out more, um, eating better. Uh, I go to a chiropractor every two weeks, like clockwork. I go to, uh, get a massage at least once a month. Um, I'm doing a lot of stuff to make myself better. Um, I'm down like 25, 30 pounds since January. That's great. Um, Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. It it just, it, 
there's a lot of stuff you got to do to force yourself. And, and I think a lot of that has helped me this year, um, to be better and to, to feel better shooting. I'm not as sore at the end of the day. I'm not as tired, you know? So, yeah, that's actually, uh, that's a lot of great advice there, um, too, for people. Um, yeah. is it, is it say, it sounds like what it sounds like to me when I hear you saying that is like, you're you're not looking for reasons why you can't do it. You're just looking for when when you can. You know, it's like more about how am I gonna do it as opposed to why I can't do it. Exactly. I mean, uh, I've, my mindset. I mean, I if you, I'm sure you've heard Joel Turner shot IQ. Um, his mindsets, his stuff like that that he imprints on you and makes you think about. It. And then you know, life in general. You know, you you can look at campaigns. You can look at all these people that you know never quit, you know, work hard or whatever it is, but that really you have to have that, that mentality. If you want to be the best that you can be, you know, um, you can't, you can't find excuses to not do it. You have to find, you have to find a reason to do it. And, uh, so yeah. it's so funny. Like I, I had actually written down a f- maybe like a few notes that just to keep, you know, that I want to talk to you about. It's so funny because I actually wrote down Joel Turner's name. I was like, I wanted to talk to you about Joel Turner and you bring up his name. So, like, yeah, you're making my job easy here, bud. <laughs> um, I mean, so you, you have you trained with Joel Turner? I, I, uh, I, I so, know that you know him really well. And expl- I've known if Joel. you don't mind explaining who he is to people who might not know. So Joel Turner, he's, he's a great man. Great. His family's great. Bodie, everybody. It's it's a great family. And uh, I've known Joel since uh, I basically since I've been a cop because he was my firearms instructor at the police academy. Um, the guy would tell me not to, you know, flick boogers with my finger because, you know, that's what we do when you shoot guns. Um, it, but he has, you know, shot IQ. And uh, I haven't, like, so I haven't done, like, all of his courses, but Joel has always been a guy that he gave me his phone number way back when. He, I mean, first thing, first day of the academy, he walks over, he always shoot a bow, huh? You know, I didn't know the guy very well. I, I knew of him, but I didn't know him. And he starts, and he's like, what type of bow you shoot? You know, I, I think at the time I was shooting, I think I was shooting Matthews at the time. He's like, oh, okay. And then he just gave me guff the rest of the police academy for it. And, uh, it, it, but it was fun. And, and so since then, you know, I, if I have like a, uh, if I'm having a bad day or if I'm having like a bad, I just can't figure out what the heck is going on. Um, I'll just shoot him a text or I'll give him a call or he'll call me and he'll be like, dude, what's going on? And he'll do these little things that just trigger you to think and make that decision on how to shoot. And I mean, I ran into him. I was over in Spokane. My dad was in the hospital. I was over in Spokane, and I just, you know, needed to get away and shoot. And wouldn't you know it, I ran into him and Bodie and a few other people at the range. And and he comes and watched me for a little bit, and he's like, hmm, you should probably try this. And he did that, and I think I was practicing for ready. And sure enough, I mean, it just it clicked. It worked. That guy is a mental guru, and uh, I'm I'm glad to call him a friend. I'm glad to call his family a friend. You know, their family friends, Bodie, everybody. Um, and uh, if you haven't even thought about taking his course or talking to him, at least, I mean, you you're you're you need to do it. It's it's going to help your game. It's going to help you improve your, your shot. So, um, yeah, I've actually thought about taking that his. Uh... He, he offers uh, courses and seminars and things like that, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually thought he does. He does. Myself. 
he's it's worth it, man. I mean, he, and he's a he's a prankster, he's a jokester. He's gonna give you guff about the bow you shoot, the arrows you shoot, you know how you, you know me, how I hammer on a trigger, how I, whatever it is, you know. So it's it's a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So I was, you know, my one of the things I was gonna ask you was like, you know, with getting into archery. You know, if you had, you know, somebody that was a mentor or someone that guided you, uh, you know, in the right direction, was that, was that, uh, was there, was that, was that Joel or did you have, um, other people, um, as well? Well, I mean, so I'm a self-taught archer. Um, I started this back when I was, in, you know, a buddy of mine let me borrow a bow back when I was in the Navy. Um, I think it was like a 2003 or four or something like that. And, uh, you know, let me borrow a bow. I got addicted to it. Started going to tournaments with my buddies and 3d turn. I grew up in the 3d world, shoot 3ds unmarked unknown. And then I was like, you know, I want to be a sponsored shooter. So, you know, I kept on bugging my, my time, you know, the pro shop, Gary Ludwig over there, at Riverside archery in Mount Vernon. Uh, he, I kept on bugging him. I want to be a pro shooter. And he kept on going, Hey man, you gotta, you gotta do your time. You gotta travel, you know, you gotta do, you gotta get a resume together. You gotta do all this, you know? And then, you know, and through that, you, you meet all these people, um, you, whether it be Joel, whether it be, you know, Matt Stutzman, uh, Jesse Broadwater. Uh, I mean, all these people are, have been an influence into who I am. I mean, Tim Gillingham, you know, I, I remember in ready one year, I was like, Tim, can you show me how to hammer on it? Or can you show me how to punch a trigger? He's like, no, I don't punch. I finish. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's, that's great. To, that's great to know. You know, but you, through archery, you meet, it's, it's a family, you meet people. I mean, Brandon Williamson, you know, my partner, right. We, we kick, we do well together in Reading and we shoot the same way. And, uh, there's all kinds of influences, but I mean, there's in different ways. And so, I mean, it could be a new shooter, you know, sitting there, you know, helping, you know, sitting on the range, ask questions or whatever. And they, they point out something like, Oh shoot, that's crazy. I never thought of doing that, you know? And that's the thing about the arch community. That's we're all a family. I mean, yeah. Are there, are there, there are bad apples in the family. There are, are there, you know, the troubled troublemakers there are, but we're all at the end of the day, we're all a family. And, uh, so being a self-taught archer, um, I've just kind of, you know, I jumped into the pro class early and started shooting next to the likes of Jesse Broadwater, Chance Bobeth, Tim Gillingham, uh, you know, all these guys, they're great, great people. That's um, not, that's also, I don't think that's not a bad strategy either. Sometimes it's just jumping into the deep end of the pool yeah, and get your, get your, your butt handed to you, oh, you know, totally. for a couple of <laughs> years and, you know, that, you know, that's a different way of learning. Um, you know, um, but being in Darrington there, do you, or I don't, you don't live in Darrington right now, but, um, do you, do you have people around you that shoot at an elite level that keep the pressure on you? Like, um, are, are you close to Bodie, Bodie Turner? Uh, Bodie's down South. Um, we've, we, unfortunately we've, we've talked about it many times. We're like, Hey, let's meet up. Let's go shoot. But with my schedule and, and obviously him at school and, and it's just, it's hard to make it up. I mean, I, I don't think I, I, I run into him here and there and that's when I shoot, you know, we'll, you know, we'll be the indoor a state indoor shoot or a state outdoor shoot and we'll run into each other and get a shoot together. And, and you know, and then Joel will be there and he'll give us crap and we'll have a good old time. But I mean, you got Blake down south. You got, I mean, there's Henry's down south too. So 
Wade. There's there's a few top notch shooters in the state of Washington that we. But the hard part is, you know, with my schedule, I because of because of being in law enforcement and then having a family, I I, I have to pick and choose which shoots I go to. Yeah. And I I try to make it to at least a couple. Usually indoor, I make it to at least a couple state shoots. Um, but outdoor, I'm traveling so much and then working so much that I can't. You know, I pick the nationals, unfortunately, over my state shoots. Um, and it's just because of sponsorships and whatever else, it's just kind of a choice I have to make. You know, am I gonna am I gonna go to do USAT or do Reading, or am I gonna you know, stay home and do a state competition. And I mean, the good thing is like with Reading is that, you know, most of our top notch state shooters are going to be at Reading. Yeah. Um, so we're going to see each other. We're going to shoot and practice with each other a little bit. So, well, um, I had uh, Blake on um, Jerome on the show um, mm-hmm. a little while ago. And, and, you know, it's like Washington, you guys up there are starting to really, uh, you know, make a mess of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, there's gotta be, you know, so I guess what I was trying to get at was, you know, when, when you have, uh, you know, people shooting really well, you know, you start to see, like, I, I feel like you start to see people around them also coming up as well. Oh yeah. I mean, we've got in that Washington, whole family environment, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, you look at Washington, I mean, you got all these young shooters that are, they're starting to come up there. I mean, Blake's got, you know, Isabel and, and, and those guys, those girls shooting amazing down there, you know, Addie, there's, there's, it's, it's coming. You're seeing it happen. You're seeing the youth come up. You're seeing, you know, watching Blake over there in Yankton, just tear it up. I mean, that was awesome. Uh, and you got all these, you know, Gabby that shoots, you know, the USAT stuff with me, Aaron Mickelberry. There's all these people in, in Washington that are starting to rise, rise up. And it's, it's, fun. it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Now I want. Now, do you think um, that's more of a the club environment that's feeding that? Is it is it a particular pro shops that are doing a good job in getting people into? Like, what what would you attribute to um, Washington having uh, this, uh, in, you know, re, re in, this kind of spark of young talent and passionate people getting into archery? Well, I mean, I, I mean, you look at Blake, he's down there coaching, he's, you know, got the new shop and then, you know, Henry down there, you got, uh, Joe and, and those guys with Archer World as well. You got, you know, Blake's got the shop over on the east side, Knock Point up north here, or a little bit north anyway. And there's, there's certain people. And plus then, you know, I get messages on Facebook or I get a text and like, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. Can I help? You know? And, and I think if they're not in the shop, there's resources out there that, you know, I'm always, people are always hitting me up. Hey, you know, this is what's going on. Can you, what do you suggest or what can I do? And, and I don't think there's any one person in Washington who's going to say, no, I can't help you. And, and I, I give my phone number to people left and right. I may not remember who I give it to half the time and I'll get random phone calls and random texts. This is what's going on. What can you, can you help me? And that's, and I feel that's as, as professionals, as, as people at the top, top of the game or you know in, the, in those few those elite that that's what we have to be doing as pros or as as mentors to these people these younger people coming in i mean there's no reason we should be turning those people away and telling them to go to a shop all the time if we even if it's just a few seconds i mean i've spent a few minutes on facebook messenger you know messaging people back saying, hey try this 
great. This is my experience. So, yeah. Do you think, um, I guess, um, also kind of what I was looking for was, do you, um, like there ha- do you think that the organization, your state organization, is like, or just in general, um, to promote it or just, I mean, get the kids into it? Like, is there, what, what would you attribute is the success of that? Is it, so I, shoots, I mean, our, uh, good clubs, like, because there's a I mean, point got, where, like, you get kids just shooting, um, in it. Let's say you have a Joe at it and you have a bunch of kids who just, they only shoot in Joe at at some point, mm. they're going to burn out and just be like, this is boring. Like, they need to go to events and they need to have goals and stuff to do. Like, is I mean, literally, literally in the state of Washington, there's, I mean, there's, you could probably find a shoot every weekend. I mean, almost every weekend. There's a calendar that comes out and people are fighting for state tournaments every weekend. There's, it's nuts. I mean, and so between the Joe ads, between the, the NAS, NASP and the schools program we got up here, um, between the state, this, you know, WSAA, I mean, there's a lot of turnover in WSAA, but there's also a lot of good that comes out of that. And people may whine and complain, but event, they're the ones supporting and putting on a lot of these shoots and, and providing targets or, or whatever they're doing. And I think between the Joe ad, the NAS, the clubs, the shops, I mean, the indoor leagues, you know, whatever it is, they're, they're getting introduced to people and they get the, they see, you know, if I show up in indoor leagues, they look at my bows and they're like, Oh my gosh, look at all that equipment, you know, and, and Oh man, yeah. I want something like that. You know, it's, it's, and, and, you know, I, maybe I get lucky and I shoot a 300 instead of a 298, like to do a practice. And then they're like, Oh man, whatever, you know, it's, it's, being open to those kids and, 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 and being out there when you can, when you're within the state, it helps grow, grow what we have. And, uh, that's really cool. I, I, um, I think that's a probably a good example for other states that don't have, um, you know, big numbers and turnout. Like I think, I think there's a lot of discussion right now and what do we do to, um, improve in, in archery or get better numbers or get more people into it. And I think like Washington is probably doing a really good job of that. It's a combination of the retail businesses, the clubs and uh, the, the state run organizations. And it yeah. sounds, sounds like you guys got it pretty good. Um, uh, you know, recipe there. Definitely, man. It's, it, it feels good. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, it, and it, and it's, it, and, it, and, and I think, you know, having, you're you as an elite level shooter who's on the United States archery team traveling. And then it goes all the way down to the, the state level. You got, you got the guys like Jerome and uh, you yes. got Henry Bass and like you mentioned and Wade and all those guys, like it, it's such a, it's such a awesome spread of, of talent there. That's like, uh, it's pretty cool. And we, you know, we all have our own, I mean, you, you all look at it. I mean, each of us has our own flavor of stuff we like to shoot, you know? It's not just one style. So, I mean, you can look at me as a FIDA, FIDA, maybe a little bit of orange dots here and there. Uh, but, you know, and then you look at Blake and Blake, you know, probably the field, the, the outdoor uh, riding style in a way, it's the same way. Henry, Henry can, Henry's been doing this for long enough. He can do a little bit of everything. So there's nothing the guy can't really shoot, right? No, I mean, no, I mean, what, he just needs to get a mullet back and we'll be good to go. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I would encourage that, but, uh, <laughs> um, let me, so let me talk to you a little bit about equipment. I mean, that's always something that people, 
uh, like to nerd out on and they want to know about, you know, all the little details that you have. So, um, um, you're shooting a prime. Yep. Um, what, what, uh, how do you have your, um, your bow set up? Uh, what so accessories shoot- you running? So I got the, I'm shooting the prime, uh, this, this year, primarily I've been shooting the prime Nexus, uh, six. I've been shooting in the past. I've shot the, you know, the 39 inch, 39 inch axle, axle bows, the black nine and stuff like that. But I went to the 36 this year and, uh, it's been a, a, a solid shooting bow. So, um, you got to run in, uh, I think I'm 58, 59 pounds, uh, probably about 19, 20 pounds of holding weight on it. And, uh, so as far as gear on it got gas bowstrings uh i've got any uh hot rods stabilizers the freak show qd rest on there with a 10th out blade uh, freak show blade true ball excel uh sights uh shrewd uh essential scope he's running uh i think i'm running a four power yeah four power lens uh, feather vision lens on there with a for PETA stuff, a dot uh, for reading style stuff. I'll do a center drilled uh, one thou green fiber. Um, what else have I got on there? And uh, I've got Maven by using Maven optics this year, you know, pick them up after reading. Uh, those have been amazing, uh, amazing optics. Um, See, I'm shooting the the uh, Abyss release uh, thumb button. I got a couple of those that I'm shooting. Uh, set set at different tensions. One's a little bit hotter. One's a little bit slower. Um, let's see, we got uh, Linda Cho has positive energy sticker. Energy, energy stickers gives me an extra point or two here and there. That's guaranteed. A, that's a definitely a must have. Yep, yep. Um, what else am I missing? Um, I've got you know I got I've got a other sponsors too i mean truck vault um they go in my uh in my truck for all my archery equipment secure i mean it's it's solid weatherproof it's strapped down in the bed of my truck nobody's gonna get that thing out it's like a tank um what what um, is that exactly it's truck vault and so it's uh it's basically a a drawer system that goes in the bed of your truck Uh you pull it out it's a you know, fuzzy lined, uh, carpeted inside. It's got a line X cover on the outside. Um, right now I've got a canopy on my truck, but if I didn't, you know, I could load a quad on it. It's going to hold all that in. It's going to protect my bow. So it's locking system. So, oh, cool. I, so I travel and lock my bows in there. I don't have to worry about anything ever happening. If someone breaks in my truck, um, I'm, let's see. I'm writing this down real quick here. Truck, <laughs> truck, ball. Truck, truck ball, man. It's the way it definitely the way to go. Um, you know, you got last, last chance art, archery, um, you know, I got their press and, and most of their equipment in my shop at home. Help me take care of that stuff. Um, Kafaru, uh, their packs, their amazing packs. I travel with Antero exclusively all over the world. Um, and then hunting season, they help me out too. Uh, giving a shout out a couple of times to Riverside Archery back there in Washington, over in Washington. Um, I'm usually in there, uh, kick, you know talking and, and hanging out with them a lot, a lot especially during uh indoor season oh uh arrows eastern arrows uh, i'm shooting the pro tours uh what my three 380s i got 120 grain tungsten tips uh a and e max uh two i'm shooting the 2.0 shield cut uh, veins eastern knocks on those um elevation 
uh, quivers and uh, and bow cases. Um, Lori Clark Real Estate. Uh, she supports my habits. Um, and then uh, uh, I guess, yeah, I think I've got. I think it's pretty much about all my all my sponsors I got going on. That's awesome. Um, I mean, that that's really cool. Um, now with uh, your equipment. When you when you switch from indoor, you mentioned you're shooting a fiber for for like redding. Um, when when you're, do you also run the fiber for when you're shooting a feta, or are you, are you running a dot black dot? Or no, something? yeah, I run black dot for feta. I, I, I used to shoot it when I started. I, I shot the fiber. I just but with the inconsistent sun and stuff like that, I just got tired of messing with it. So I just went to a black dot, and yeah. and then with indoors. So really, the only thing I use a fiber for is redding. Uh, I don't know why; it just it works a little bit better in redding. And then uh, indoors, I'll go to a little bit bigger of a black dot to cover um, most of the yellow. I also okay. have a halo, a halo of yellow for indoors. So now you mentioned you run a four power lens. Is that for everything across the board? Yeah, I can't. I've tried sixes. I've tried eights. I just nah, I don't. Whatever my targets blurred out anyway, so I don't. I, I I feel that if I see too much, I try and aim too hard, and so for me, like even Fida, I I get my dot on there. I see yellow. I don't I don't I don't see rings. Uh-huh. Um, and indoors, same thing. I don't see I see yellow. I don't see rings. So um, for me, that that just it's a less. And, and some people are different. Some people like to see the scoring ring. Some people like to see the ten, the X, whatever, and that's why they go to an eight power, six power, whatever they're shooting. Uh, for me, I don't like that because I feel, I don't know, I feel like I just try and aim way too hard at that point. So um, give me a blurred out yellow and uh, I will sit there and I'll try and center the dot as best I can in there and aim as hard as I can. But then it really just comes down to what Joel, you know, making that determination that you're going to make a good shot, you know, knowing that you could stop at any time. So, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, with, uh, with uh, Prime is your main sponsor, you'd say, because that's your bow company. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, somebody actually posted a question here on uh, Facebook. Um, I'm just going to read it exactly um, the way it was asked, and I think you might have un- answered some of it. Um, how much, uh, well, he asked, how much money do you make as a professional archer? What was winning the USA Archery Outdoor National Champions worth in prize money and endorsements? Uh, it's going to be a big weekend. Obviously, there's a lot of contract details that we can't talk about. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I understand. But, but uh, I mean, I think the a lot of the contingency and stuff like that, I mean, with everything all said and done, it's going to be, uh, it's not going to be a six figure weekend by any means, you know, or anything like that. It's not going to be like if you win Vegas where you get 50 grand or anything like that. But I mean, you're looking. I mean, the USA Archer Jacks, you know, for uh, for third place, the U.S. Open is 500. You know, the for USA Outdoor Nationals, they don't pay. The USA Archer doesn't pay for, I don't know what why the reasoning that is. Um, but uh, for it's going to be a couple thousand, easy. Um, but I can't, obviously, with contract, I can't go into specific details on no. all that stuff. But it'll be a good, it'll be a good weekend. It'll be definitely... Um, I mean, I think the most I won up to this point was right around three grand, and that's when Brandon and I won teams in Reading a couple of years back. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it'll be definitely my highest paid weekend as a as a pro. Um, 
and it, and, but really all it does is just help pay for the year that I've already put out, you know? Um, and I, I mean, I don't, my, I'm not a, a full-time paid travel shooter to go, you know, these, so a lot of these tournaments, even as a pro, I pay out of pocket to go to and shoot. So. Yeah, that's something uh, a lot of people also probably they have a misconception uh, is that you're you're getting a salary or something like that to go to these things and uh, on on the working class pro side, um, <laughs> you know you got to front all the money. So when you win something, it's just a you know you're still probably negative. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, I mean, do 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 some of us working class pros do we get a little help for travel or something like that? We do a little bit, but it's not. It doesn't cover everything at all. I mean, it, it's, it's helpful and, to get some of the the some of the gear, you know, like the bow. Yeah, some of the, the arrows. I'm sure are probably the the biggest yeah. help. You know. Yeah, those those are huge. I mean, yeah, that stuff I don't want to spend money on where. And so I can put that other, you know, any extra money I have. But I mean, I pretty much, I mean, my, most of my travel is paid out of pocket, travel, hotel, food, all that's all I'm a, I'm a, I shoot professionally. I travel professionally doing this, but I pay for probably 90% of it out of my own pocket. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, that's different. You know, you get a full-time pro, a full-time archer, they get a salary, you know, uh, that's, that's how they do it. I don't know what they're, you know they're how much they're making or anything that's all up to their negotiation skills but uh i mean i know i don't get that so um right. i so when i when i do get a win like this you know it, it helps to lighten the load a little bit that's for sure so awesome now uh for the future what what kind of, do you what's your what's your goal for next year so obviously yeah the season's done for the year thank goodness um i'm, I'm tired i'm wore out um uh, but it's so we got hunting season, elk season in Idaho coming up. I'll spend a couple weeks there, and then it's prepping for indoors. Um, as of right now, my tentative plan, because I, I don't, I would love to go back to Nimes, France, and shoot that. I just, I, who knows what the world's going to be like in the next few months with the that thing that's going around that everybody's scared about. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I know people, but it's it just it's messing up the world, and and hopefully. Like it's, it gets under control and we can get back to normal life. Um, but, you know, I was thinking memes, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm looking probably to start the year Lancaster and then, okay. uh, and then Vegas. And then uh, from there, it, it it's always up in the air with indoor nationals because the blue face round drives me insane. Uh, it's just repetitive 60 arrows and it, it just drives me nuts. It, um, it, 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 it's uh yeah, it's not, it's, it, it, it is kind of uh, a grind. Yeah, and it, and to travel, <laughs> to travel to go do that grind when I can do it at home, it's it's, it's hard to it's, it's hard to want to do that. But you know, if you want to do NFA Shooter of the Year or anything like that, yeah. you gotta do that. And and to be fair, I mean, the last couple of years, especially with I mean, with COVID, it's hard because you know the years have been kind of cut short and stuff. But I haven't really done all the NFA stuff, and so. Um, my thought process is, you know, USA archery stuff is, it's fun. I love it. Um, so my thought is to, to do those as much as I can. I would love to do a few of the Northwest archery challenges as well. Um, uh, a big shoot that not many people know about that's, it's, it's almost like the OPA top 10 in, uh, Kellogg, Idaho every year, Silver Mountain. I will be at that shoot as long as I don't have a new job or have something that's going to mess with it. I will be at that shoot. Um, 
that shoot people are missing out there's a lot of money involved there it's a blast brad peterson and the guys yeah i mean if you haven't checked out that shoot think that, about that was that just shoot. a couple weeks ago right they had that yeah that, yeah yeah i mean that was the, i'm gonna, uh, I'm seven, gonna talk to seven. heather tomorrow about that she's i'm gonna interview heather go tomorrow she went to that yeah um, it's definitely a shoot to go to and people are missing out it's 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 like it's an OPA style shoe. There's marked, it's marked yardage. There's painted dots. There's money involved. It, it's, I mean, you stay in a, a freaking awesome resort. You take the world's longest gondola up to the top of the mountain and you shoot your way down. That's awesome. It, you, you can, it's a blast. So it, it's, uh, uh there, that's funny. There's a, there's quite a few, I'm going to say quite a few, but like there's a, you mentioned top pin and, you know, and then talking with Brandon, but like the break the barrier shoe, like I don't yeah. think people realize how much money they're actually putting up for that. Yeah, I mean, um, break the barriers. If it wasn't for Arizona, I would have been there. But it's yeah, it's, it's hard. It, yeah, it is. Um, there's and, and that we have a, a a good problem in archery in that there's you can never say that there's nothing to do or any event <laughs> to go to, or that there's not something that that um, you know meets your your interest. And you know, there's always yeah. some kind of event to go to like for me like the outlaws is so much yeah. fun i wish know? i had more time to do outlaws man i love yeah. orange dots i love shooting with all you guys it's it's i just, oh, i would man, love I to see that grow to a level where it's just like you have the safari is not that it's not legitimate but that's a that that's the premier that's what the that's what pros do on the west coast you know we should, that's exactly you know and i mean well, that's uh, i think I started doing that. I think when I started outdoors, you know, shoot the outlaw tour, I didn't, I didn't, you know, obviously it wasn't as big when I first started shooting orange dots, but I mean, I remember going to Eugene and, and shooting the super, you know, shooting that safari. I mean, gee, many Christmas, man, that, you know, Reading and it was uh, so much fun. Yeah. That that's, um, I can't, I can't say enough good things. Is there, um, is there anything that you would like to say? Um, anything that was in the back of your mind that you'd like to share with everybody out there? Uh, I mean, for me, um, there's a couple things that came out of, of nationals for me, you know, um, first, you know, it's my first big pro win and, uh, and it feels huge. The, the, the amount of support from, from everybody, um, from people who don't even know me, from my friends, from my family, from my sponsors, um, I got to say thank you to, to everyone. I mean, I, I still, I think I read every comment. So, and I, but I, there's no way I can respond to everybody's comment. So, uh, comments, text messages, phone calls, whatever. I can't respond to them all. There's just too many. Um, the love and support that everybody shared. I appreciate that. Um, uh, another thing, you know, is that we are all family in this. And, um, I, for me, there was, uh, it was bittersweet and nationals winning. And there was people that, you know, you came up and thanked me. There's people who didn't. And I, I'm not here for the, I don't need the, the, Hey, Sean, you're the greatest or anything like that. But I, but we are family and, and we all support each other. So I would just ask that people do that. Um, I, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, it's, uh, the sport we, we, we have to support each other and we can't just, uh, walk away and and especially when you got people I mean I when Angus won this year his first tournament you know you, it doesn't happen that often and especially with the the top people we shoot you have to you have to be there and be that supportive professional person and and 
and give them the gratitude, the, the thanks and the, the congratulations for the work that they put into that. And, uh, and I would do that for anybody and I would hope that anybody would do that for me. Um, next off, you got kids coming up, always support the kids. Um, my daughters have been shooting since they were knee high to a grasshopper sitting in the car seat. They've been, I mean, they shoot when they want to Emery and Macy. I love them. And, uh, and then next, you know, thank you Rudy for inviting me to come on here. Um, I, no, it's my, I mean, no, thank you. Cause, um, I, I mean, I always, I always love chatting with you, man. And you're, you're such a, to me, you're such, you're such a, like a perfect, uh, example or role model, I think for, for like our sport, you know, it, it's easy. It's always easy to talk about, you know, Oh, I went to the shoot and that one pro archer, you know, likes to, you know, blah, 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 you know, and, yeah. you know, I think we need, we need to hear more from the good guys, you know, and not I, only all the bad stuff. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with that. I mean, you see, you know, everybody's always, you know, talking about these top pro archers, these top pro archers, and you don't see the, the working class archer out there all the time, or you don't see the, you know, just a regular pro archer all the time. So, and there's, I, and there's I'm, even in, I think in the pro, in the, in the full-time pro the guys that are, you know, awesome guys too. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, uh, um, I mean, you said it, but I have to say on your little statement there, like that was really well said. I mean, I think that really shows a lot of, of to people who don't know you. I think that really shows a lot of, um, of your character. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm all about, um, I'm always there for everybody. I'm not going to ever, I mean, I could be having my worst day and I'm still going to help. I'm still want to be help. I, I want to be that professional person. That's I've been, I've been in a profession that requires to be a professional since I was 14 years old, you know, as a firefighter or whatever. And to me, a true professional, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good you shoot. It's what kind of person you are. And deep down inside, you have to be willing. I mean, I remember, you know, where I really earned a lot of respect um, for one pro archer, Jesse Broadwater. Um, I, I didn't knew the guy. I knew he was a great shooter. So, yeah, but we're up at Darrington Outdoor Nationals and some ladies having, you know, about with cancer. I mean, I know her really well now, but I didn't at the time. And I was, you know, I was president of Darrington at the time. I was shooting. Um, also a volunteer firefighter up there at the time. And so it was, we, I was like, Hey, I need some help. And Jesse dropped his boat and I think it's him and Shane Wills. And, and, and we, we all ran up the mountain and helped get this lady off the mountain. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's what a true professional is. It doesn't matter what, I mean, yeah, Jesse can tear up the field course, NFA field course any day of the week. But when you show character like that, true professionalism like that, that's what you strive to be. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's if, if if there's any aspiring professionals out there, it's not about necessarily always how good you shoot or how you're feeling. It's how you are as a professional, and uh, and professional means a lot of different things. But I think as a person, you have to be professional as a person and and be a human being. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to have bad days. Uh, it's how you show it. You know, you don't throw your temper tantrums. You 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 smile even when you're pissed off at yourself <laughs> i mean for for whatever reason you know it, it, you i, I gotta fun. work i gotta work on that like my face is always just you know <laughs> uh, i mean don't worry i have i mean we all have faces but it's it's really I, maybe I mean, maybe I, I need to get rid of the beard and and, and do a stash the mustache man it, it makes everybody laugh you make everybody laugh 
<laughs> I mean, everybody sees my mustache, and like, seriously, you still got that thing? But it makes people smile, man. It, it literally it makes people laugh and smile. And you'll see me dancing out there to meet, you know, USATs. They play music when we're shooting. I'll be dancing out there in the middle of the field. You know, people are like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, re- I remember going to, to Mexico. You, you really are center. a dad, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, I remember going to Mexico and uh, or was Mexico or France or something like that. And they had music playing, and I'm out there dancing, and it goes – crazy americans and, you know this was some of the competitors were saying. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> well you gotta have fun man yeah like, absolutely if you're not having fun you're not you know you're not gonna have your archery career is gonna be short-lived yeah for sure man well um well it, we're at like about 56 minutes here so um mm-hmm. I, i've taken up enough of your time i really appreciate you coming on um, oh man anytime yeah and if there's ever um any any in the future you're always welcome to come back and you know, talk about well, anything good or bad. Well, good. I'm or... glad I didn't scare you off, man. I'm good. That's <laughs> no, not at all. Um, we we need to we need to work with uh, on your buddy Brandon, our our buddy Brandon. We need to. I don't know if we need to get him liquored up, but he's got he's got a wealth of knowledge in that head of his, and we just got to get it out of him. Exactly, man. It, it must be the red hair. I don't know what it is. Man. I listen he, to that podcast. He's in love. Like, he's heck, in, he's in love. Yeah, what is yeah? <laughs> hey, found some found some chick. You know, I'm happy for her, but she's cool. I, I've actually hung out with her. She's really cool. But uh, I'm happy for Brandon, and uh, I'm happy. You know, to be honest, Rudy, it's it's I I miss shooting with you guys a lot, and uh, and I look forward to Reading. Um, assuming or maybe no, it'll be indoors, probably Vegas. I would assume I'll see you guys again. Um, but I look forward to seeing you all. I appreciate. Well, I guess you if we want to, I guess if we want to spend time with you, we're just gonna have to start going to all these USADs. Well, I mean, there are a few in your area. I mean, I'm just saying. But I, I know. Once again, the <laughs> I, I need. I guess I should. I, I guess what I'm going to do here is I should take a Joel Dur- Turner class. Do it, do and if and do it, do it, man. It's it's that guy is a a beast and he knows his stuff. So, well, awesome, man. I really appreciate you coming on here, and um, I, I hope I hope to see you soon, and uh, much appreciated, buddy. Yep. Take care, man. Bye. All right, bud. Thank you. That will conclude this evening's entertainment.